Right. One, two, two three, three, four. Will you told me to do a clap? <laughs> I will. One, two, three, four. Three. Well, you're going to have to leave this in now, aren't you? Because <laughs> we're in our bed. Oh, Not see. just a one knobhead, but both yeah. knobheads. Cool. Uh, okay, so this is episode one. All right. Um, so this is going to be um, watching Snowtown. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, that was fun. Do you want to <laughs> kick off talking about the Yeah, film? yeah, I can do. Because um, um, it's truly horrific. So yeah, it's horrible. Like, um, Yeah, so basically it's a, it's a movie that's made by a director, Australian director called uh, Justin Gazelle. Right, yes. Film. I can't remember what year it no came gazelles. out. No gazelles. 2011. 2011. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, but it was directed worry, by. It was his like first feature. I think he'd done a couple of shorts and stuff yeah. before that. What else did he do? Um, since then he's done stuff like. Um, that Kelly Green thing. Kelly. Uh, Kelly Green. No. Kelly no, Green. No. Ned Kelly. Oh, Ned Kelly. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What is Kelly Green? I have no idea what Kelly Green is. It is a thing. It right. Okay. Um, but. Uh, Kelly Green. I think it's a colour. Nice. Well done. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's, uh, he did. He did. He's done like a couple of films since he did uh, uh, the Macbeth film with Michael Fassbender. That was really good. That was. Oh, I really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, but he did that basically. He did that so that they would. They give him the money for Macbeth, so he did the Assassin's Creed movie, which is absolutely atrocious. Like. Oh, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. No, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Jake Gyllenhaal's in an Assassin's Creed. No, he's film, in Prince of Persia, Sophie. Oh, shit. Whole <laughs> other game, video game. Oh, yeah, okay, um, sorry. So that. Prince of Persia. What is. Never mind. It doesn't even matter. Literally, it's <laughs> the wrong film. Um, just had Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that book, yeah like, it's Assassin's Creed movie. Like, I've never. You know, when you get, like, good directors and you're like, wow, you couldn't have made this any more obvious that this is a money job? Oh, okay. Like it so is. It's some like moolah. it is just a moolah job. To do Macbeth, did you say? No, no, that was so he did Macbeth. So they gave him the budget for Macbeth, so he would do Assassin's Creed. Oh, he did okay. Assassin's so Creed for the studio, and they were like, Assassin's "Give me the budget." To, he was like, "Give me the budget for Macbeth, and I'll do your fucking Assassin's Creed movie." Right, okay. Um, and then enough, okay. he's kind of gone back to his Australian stuff. Um, is so he Australian? He's Australian, yeah. He's Australian. Um, because he then did a film called True History of the uh, Kelly Gang. Which I went to go see. I remember I went to go see that in the cinema. Is that Australian? That's well? an Australian film. Okay. It's got loads of English actors. It's got like Nicholas Holt and um, Charlie Hunnam doing a terrible Geordie I accent. Oh, it was. Even which though is so weird. He is Geordie. He is Geordie. He hates Geordie. Doesn't he? he hates yeah, he Newcastle. probably hates Newcastle. Not sure like, why. It's really, really infuriating. It's amazing. There's like a right. There's like a bit where he's trying to convince someone not to shoot him, and he's like, "Oh no, man! Difficult to do." And it's like, "Oh <laughs> like God, you people, are Geordie." That's how, like how people would. Do our accent is like an exaggerated version of our accent. Yeah, it's, re- it's pr- oh, it, no, <laughs> oh no, man! Put the gun down. It's like, oh god, it's me, so embarrassing. Um, me and Adam have been watching a um, show with Idris Elba in called Hijack. It's literally about a, a plane hijack. Yeah, yeah. It's really good actually. But there's a, a woman in that who I was like, she's putting that uh, Geordie accent on. And I googled it. And she's from. Oh, she actually. She's from Geordie, the northeast. Yeah. So I was like, oh, sorry. I, I think you're just hamming it up a bit. I reckon it's directors. I reckon his directors get the They're probably like, look, bit. you've got a mint accent, just yeah. hand the shit out I of th- that. I think, and I think it's a bit much. Yeah, I always think it's a bit much. I all, when just I, talk in your own accent. It's always when I hear it, I'm always a bit like, oh, it's a bit much that. But like, but yeah, he made the, made the true history of the Kelly Gang. And like, it's interesting watching Snowtown because it kind of... It's horrific. It's horrific. <laughs> no, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad it's, film. No, no, it's, it's not a great film, was, I don't love film. it as much as I wish I did. I don't like. I think I, I don't think the I could say I like it. The first time I watched it, 
Oh no, it's not a likable film. No. It's, no, it's not likable. It's so uncomfortable. So Ari watched it last night. Yeah. And Adam was playing on um, GTA at the same time. <laughs> so he wasn't watching. There's it. some real drastic tonal shifts between us two in my head. Yeah. Uh, so I was. This watching is about it. real murder. He's just like. He's just shooting the murder and no sex workers on uh, GTA. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Let's not murder sex workers. Yeah, yeah let's not um, do that. But so he was playing on GTA at the same time, and he has seen it. We watched it mm-hmm. like a few years ago, and that was the first time I watched it. And then he said, like the music and the sounds on it are so like evil. I yeah, mean, and really obviously visible. it's to create that level of mm-hmm. the evil that was going on as well mm-hmm. i think and i mean but i did find that when i watched it and obviously I'll, I'll tell you more about it anyway um but when i watched it i found that because i had read on reddit that some people were like oh it's not like particularly like true to the events and i remembered like reading the stuff after i thinking that was pretty true like yeah, from what on, from yeah. what i like read about it but then actually after watching it a second time i was like actually i can see why it's not because you right. only witness one murder in it yeah one murder which i is, mean to be fair you, you, sorry spoilers do not listen to this if you haven't yeah seen if, you have, if you haven't seen um, Snowtown. Because we will ruin the film um yeah so um, we're gonna we're gonna do a new i don't know thing that people i am sophie by the way oh i'm gavin <laughs> where Let's brother just and sister introduce that anyway. eight minutes in holy fuck yeah, Shit. we are brother and sister. You yeah. may know us by um, the same face. The fact that we twice. look like the same person. Um, so, yeah, I noticed that, and I thought there was a lot more brutality in it, but I think it's just the. You don't need more than the that. The atmosphere. Scene, yeah, oh, no, yeah, you don't, you don't yeah, need I more, mean, more than that. Scene, imagine really. being a director, reading about this, this horrific story, uh-huh. and thinking, like, right, I want to make that into a film or whatever, and then. Thinking like, oh my god, I've got like eleven to twelve murders that I've got to depict. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? But obviously, most of them. You pick one. Yeah, you pick one. You pick and one essentially, you what I think that they did, and I'll tell you a bit more about the details anyway. But I think they kind of incorporated all of the murders and what kind of happened in all those murders that into one. that one. Right. Okay. And I think that's where you're getting kind of the not as true to the events right, okay, kind of information, yeah. which I understand. Uh-huh. Totally understand. And I think with... Um, I'll let you finish what you were talking about with the film because I know well, you've got some stuff well, to talk about. And well, then I'll, I'll do the stuff I'm talking about and then I'll, I'll talk about the film in comparison. Well, yeah. Um, with that. Just because I like... It's kind of interesting how his, how his career's kind of shifted. I actually think he's like... Every time I hear about a film he's got coming out, I'm actually like... I'm like a big film nerd, but like... Every time I hear about one of his films coming out, I'll get really, really like... Sort of excited by it because mm. he's a very... He's like super interested in how he treats subject matter, um, and he always handles it very, very sensitively. But also, he's like one of those guys who never feels like he's like really exploiting the story. He's really treating it sensitively, whilst okay. also adding in like flourishes of artistic flair. Like he's mm-hmm. very, very like expressionistic. Like there's a whole thing in True History of the Kelly Gang, which that sets up early on that that is based on like a fictional novel of Ned Kelly's life. Oh, so it's like a, a fictional yeah. fiction of a, a true story, yeah. essentially. Um, which does happen. Which does happen. And, like, you know what it is? Like, considering I watched Blonde last year, the one about Marilyn Monroe, and that's, like, yeah, the grossest yeah. thing ever, and all it does is exploit it, but it's under the guise of, like, this is fictional. 
It, that's bollocks. I still haven't watched Bond, it's actually. I was like bitter it. that you and Mom watched it without oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can tell. Um, but, like, he kind of treats these things very, very sensitively. Like, he... Yeah, so he made True History the Kelly Gang. And it's got, like, these really, really, like, expressionistic moments. Like, there's, like, bits where, like, people are going on horseback across the um, outback. Mm. And, like, there's, like, a spotlight on their horse. Well, like, like a literal spotlight. Like a literal spotlight okay. on the horse as they're going through, like, as if they've done it from, like, a helicopter. So as if, like, there's a helicopter over, like, over the top. Like, kind of like it's a stage. Sort of. It's yeah. quite stagey and stuff like that. He's a very, like... Yeah, he's very... He clearly has, like... He has, like, these very, like, expressionistic touches to his things, but he wants to tell these stories, like, very earnestly. And he always gets mint performances out of people. Mm -hmm. Like, the performances he gets out of people, like, um... He, uh, like he gets out of George Mackay in True History of the Kelly Gang is like insanely good. Mm. Like I've read some people talking about the guy that plays um, John Bunton in Snowtown. I'm sorry, I don't know names. Do you know the, the guy? Um, I wrote him down actually. The worst what? person in oh, the, the film. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry, he's called uh, Daniel Henshaw. Yeah, so I, I've seen people say like his his um, sort of characters that he's played since then has just not lived up why? to that. And I mean, that was a good. Why is he so charismatic? I think in particularly in that film, like that that charisma that he has, especially in those like well, you know those like dinner scenes that they have, where they yeah, it's, it's like neighborhood like, watch scenes. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's like a town meeting, isn't it? Yeah, like, sort of. Where I, would, I just imagine them like from what heard about pedophiles from the like, Nightmare Before Christmas, where they're like town meeting. Yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah. them like that, like just yeah, come on, let's yeah. discuss the pedos. So. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what they do. They're just going through. But what I found with when I was looking stuff up, mm -hmm. I'm trying to find what it says. Obviously, you can cut out where I'm like. Yeah, yeah totally. Trying to think. I think those 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 scenes are like insane. But it's also the way like it's because there's a couple of those scenes, the way it starts to like shift. In those like those scenes start to like shift and they start to become like really like. Oh, he's talking really uncomfortable. Because he's not just talking. It doesn't feel like he's just talking about like paedophiles anymore and talking about like the like what what you know like awful things that have happened to like children in like around the area and well, stuff like that. He starts to shift at this point where he gets really like homophobic and really xenophobic. Well, that's what I was really, going like, to say actually. Really so gross. I'll tell you what I found about him. So John Bunton is the guy who like leads this sort of gang-esque type thing yeah. so it's it says i was reading like a few articles and stuff like that so he says it he was small but mi i'm saying was he is still alive isn't he yeah, um small cool. but manipulative powerful personality which mm. you can totally see in the yeah. film um and you can kind of understand when you get further into understanding what happened like yeah. that he was clearly like that um and it says that you like picked on like the vulnerable so, like you say, like he was getting homophobic and stuff like that. So, there's like people in it, and I'll tell you more about the victims and stuff at the end. But, like, he just kind of got a bit of a bee in his bonnet about them being like gay or, or trans or something like yeah. that. And he starts calling them like F word and all this. And I mean, obviously, you've got to remember it's like the mid to late 90s well, they, as yeah, well. So, start, there's a lot more of that that was they happening. They start picking on like, because isn't it like, is it they go for a. There's like a bit where he's like sort of he sort of gets like the the young lad who's like the lead of the movie who's like that. The fact it's like from his point of the view. The fact that he wasn't it? an actor before this as well was like was he not? No, it's <laughs> his first thing. Like I feel like that's all maybe his demeanor. Yeah, as all a person anyway. Yeah, and like obviously he just kind of has to play this like really uncomfortable kind of role and. Mm -hmm. 
God, imagine that being your first fucking. Well, that was. Oh, I think crazy. that. So, like him, I want to say the mom was. I want to say all of his brothers were. Mm-hmm. All those kids, like loads of them, were like complete non-actors. Like they never acted. You before. know what? That's great though. Yeah. Like, get local. Like, not even talent as well. Yeah. Like just taking a taking a chance on someone to do that, and I mean. I mean, I don't know how big the film was or anything like that, obviously. I know it played some festivals and it did pretty well. Yeah, I would imagine it's more kind of kicked off his career as well. community and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, obviously it kicked off like his career, but then like them, like I hope they've like kind of done stuff from that a lot as well. Of it, I was kind of um, checking up on their IMDb. Well, actually, when like you go on of, IMDb... A lot of them have done like Australian films and Australian TV yeah. and stuff like that. A lot of it from uh, IMDb, that a lot of the people didn't have pictures... Which suggests yeah. to me that they haven't really done a lot yeah. and and whatnot. So it's and they're probably not going to want to use a picture from that film. So yeah, true. I wouldn't um, use one from that film to be fair. But yeah, he, he like picked on the the vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, and he just like anyone that he considered weak. So like literally like so I found like like I say I've got articles and stuff. So it says when Bunton was eight year old, he was sexually abused and beaten by a friend's older brother. So then that's essentially spurred his hatred for like people who do abuse kids and whatnot but yeah, then yeah. also like for gay men as well and then that like sort of led into anybody that he found weak so there's like when you get more into who the victims were there was like a couple of guys who were like schizophrenic a couple of them who were like sort of mentally disabled and stuff like that who mm-hmm. who it's all alleged realistically of why why he you did pick, it why you know you what i mean them, yeah. and he's not yeah because there's that whole like secret there's that whole like scene when he gets like I can't remember what the young lad's called like the, the like lead of the film oh, who he was on. in real life. It is. What was it called? James Vlasakis. Yeah, I, I, no, that was it. I looked at I saw his like second name. I was like, I do not know how to pronounce that. Yeah, I'm saying but, uh, Vlasakis. So it's V L A double S A K I S. Yeah. Vlasakis. Like, that's how I'm assuming. I don't know if that is correct. Well, there's, like... The film... Probably one of of the problems... Probably. 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 Um, Probably one of, like... (laughs) That was very, like... You were like a trumpet then. Um, (laughs) One of the issues I would probably... I don't know if I would call it an issue, because it's clearly part of, like, the aesthetic, I guess, of the film. Is that it's very, like... It's very light on plot. Which is which there's is there's not like, a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of dialogue. There's a there's a lot of just it's more just like it's more just like imagery and um, atmosphere. Yeah, a lot of, like just, just dripping <laughs> with atmosphere. Dripping. Like if that drips. film had an aura, it would like be honestly. It's like you know when you you know when you come in after you've had that like spit and rain and you're like wh- and you're like wet through. Yeah. But you're like, but it wasn't even raining that hard. That's what this film <laughs> is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that it's is just, such a, it's, oh, I just it's, whacked the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. Sorry, mate. Really um, I just that's gonna sound really bad. Just like <laughs> it's gonna sound pretty bad. But um, um but, but yeah, that's actually a really good, like uh, little bit. Of, uh, metaphor, just like, it's just metaphor like, for that. It just like oh, it just sits on you, and I yeah, you, it does. It like, totally does. Um, it, it oh god, it made me feel so uncomfortable. Um, but like, um. Oh god, what was the Can original? I just say I love that your little notebook literally just says no. It just says no, yeah. Mine says just a girl who loves serial killer documentaries. Well no shit when you make it this Our podcast, father like... bought me up. <sighs> no shit. Um... <laughs> he loves it. He's like, You're interested in that, I'm gonna buy it. Well, everything you're, you're, that revolves around that. I was gonna say thing. you are his little angel, as <gasps> he loves to, as he's called you before to me. 
I mean, well, I he just talked it. about you as a child being an angel. Anyway, that's a bit of a bit of a thing. Um, <laughs> but what was the point? Um, so know, yeah, so it's very it. so it's very like light on plot, and it's like it's yeah. it's it, he's really focused like a lot more on like atmosphere and stuff like that. Um, which you like, like I'm gonna be totally honest, like completely nails. Like the atmosphere mm-hmm. is like it is like <sighs> a small snippet of like I imagine what that time was like. So that was between nineteen August nineteen ninety two and uh, in May nineteen ninety nine. So that's like seven years, but it's a long time now. It's not always like the same group of people at the same time. So like when you've got like was there John, people who like came in and out like? Well, this is where I'm gonna tell you about the victims and stuff like that because. Most of the victims were not particularly innocent themselves. So they were also like past sort of people right, who yeah. had helped in these murders and stuff like that. I think really Whoa, the a hundred percent, yeah. So you've got hold on, I'll get my iPad. Do you want me to go through the victims? Yeah. Now because yeah. I think I've actually wrote down like kind of like a a bit of a help for myself because there's so many and they're so connected to each other right. in like really weird ways that Ooh. actually I've realised what my original height was that I was saying just before you do this. Um, have you just accidentally like popped it off? I've just had to point. start from the end of that. Right, okay. That was so weird, I don't know That's proper strange that I did that. I don't know how I got on this. I've opened like sound loops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did. <laughs> Get in, you can just start looping our voice of me talking about how it's steeped in atmosphere. I mean, I do, might do, 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 but not yet, you know what I mean? Like, this needs to just go away. Oh god, I don't know. Uh, right. I can't get it off the screen either, so we're just going to have to oh, live right, okay. with it as well, it is. Well, let's do it as a bit. So I... yeah, I'll tell you about the victims. Wait there, two seconds, can I tell you my bit? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, this, go for it. I need like to connect the ADHD to twins, this like, um, what are their podcast? Um, but like... Who uh, let us in control of the podcast? Who, who, that was me. Who, who, who? Um, but you know what I mean? Um, but basically, uh, there's like a bit like later on, and like, I don't know if this is like true to the actual thing, and I'm guessing it would be, because I, I think if he's doing... If you put this in a film, you kind of have to... I think you have to, like, stick... Um, stick it, what? What are you saying? You have to, like, stick to what, like, the real truth of it was. It says, like, later on that he has... Like, you know the the young lad? Like, who's, like, the lead of the uh, lead of the film, James? Yes. Like, that he has... Does it, t- does it say that he has... Um, schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Well, this is where it gets a little bit confusing, I think, when you're watching the film. Sorry, my pants are up. So when I watched it the first time, I took most of it for granted. So yeah. the second time around was when I really got all of the information. So now I'm going to tell you about what actually happened. Okay. okay? And then we can like chop and change and come back to the film because I think you okay, need cool. to know what happened to understand what happens in the film. Okay. And I think it does feel like that actually. The film. The film. I, I kept thinking like. I mean, you, I'm going to understand. You barely even told names. Yeah. Barely told names. So there's points where Who like, the hell they, are people? There's, there's points where they bring up names of people that they want to kill or something, and I'm like, I don't know who you're who talking are you? about. Who, like, who I are don't you? Like, I don't know who you're talking and about. And I think because there was so much to try and get into the film, I think that's where the maybe failed on the part of the film. I think he. I think to be honest, I think a lot of the times with that, I think he picked atmosphere over like streamlining the story. Just telling you what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Essentially, so there was murders between an 11 and 12 it was probably 12 but the 12th one wasn't um like that murder wasn't convicted with them essentially right okay so it was these murders were committed Mm -hmm. by john justin bunting which Mm -hmm. is like the main weirdo yeah essentially um so he's the 
the evilest man in the film and then by joe slash now a lot of this had another name for him i think it may have been james <clears throat> as the name so it's like joe wagner mm -hmm. james spiridon vlasakis and so then there was the a fourth one, yeah. guy that was mark hayden right however so Mark Hayden is at the end of the film saying that he told his wife about the murder. Yes, yeah, So yeah, that's yeah. Mark Hayden. Right, okay, that's Mark Hayden. This okay. Joe Wagner is like the skinhead who's maybe a bit ginger. And he says Helps with most... Nothing. He, literally, he just appears, he's just there sometimes, and then he that's makes it. Like, he makes like a comment at one point when he shows he shows James like a body, and he's like, he's talking about his oh, pussy. Oh, he's like, oh, he's like, like, he's like, I knew you shouldn't be a pussy or something thing, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, that I think that's the only thing he says. Yeah, it's like the only, literally the only thing he says. Dialogue he actually has. So that's him. So okay. that's Joe Wagner. So it was in South Australia in a place called Adelaide. Right. And then there's a very small town, I think, called Snowtown. Mm -hmm. Well, only one murder actually was committed in Snowtown. Oh, why did they get called Snowtown Murders then? Because that's where the bodies were found. Right, okay. So this bank, this like yeah, the... dilapidated, abandoned bank where mm -hmm. they put the barrels, is where the police found the barrels. So I got a little bit confused of how they found the barrels because it was just like, police were led by evidence. And I'm like, yeah. what was the evidence? So I found a book which was... Um, suggested on reddit for people to read i think it's an australian author as well mm -hmm. um i did find it on script if you want to read that as well it's actually called snowtown the bodies and barrels murders because that's what it's known as the bodies and yeah, barrels. Yeah, yeah. um so they went to jones's home now i'm not sure who jones is because there's so many names in this damn case yeah that it's just and they're so like oh god Everyone's you know when it's got that that big board thing and it's got all the red lines like honestly that is what this case is like but he actually made that from all the information of people to find bipedos and, and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah crazy so they go to this guy jones i'm honestly not sure simon jones okay they were told to sit so they were just told to search a house yeah. So they had had evidence to kind of lead them to these people. Right. But the evidence I wasn't really able to find much on. Okay. Um, so it leads them to this house where there was like a, a 4x4-esque car that had been seen. And then the 4x4 disappeared off the face of the earth and then just like reappeared right. um, at this house. So they went and they had um, like a search warrant and stuff. So they went to search this house. Um they were looking for anything to miss to, to link to the missing five missing people mm -hmm. um i mean considering there was 12 victims like they clearly like didn't have five, all of the information like yes yeah, so it was like a toyota cases. land cruiser that they were looking for um so it had been spotted there four days earlier so they went to this house um and they were talking to so anyway they went to this house the car was there they searched the car and then they started questioning this guy and he basically gave up the jig it was like, right, this okay. is the crack. Was he the one who like gave it up think, to his wife? No, I don't think. No, because he was called Mark Hayden. So I don't think he was involved, really. I think it was maybe you just, just like vaguely knew. Someone that they knew just dumped it feels the car like every, It does feel like that in the film when you're watching it. You're like, it feels like everyone sort of like weirdly sort of like yeah, knows what he's really like. Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, oh, they're like, don't want to mess with this guy. We'll just do what he says kind of thing. Like, do you know what um, I mean? Like when he asks someone a question, they don't really answer. Or they don't answer how he wants to. He just makes them feel as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, and that, that is super that was weird. Because that was the thing with the like half brother, 
the half brother of um well i'll get more James fucking Lard. into that as well that's oh, i mean literally like the most horrible oh, horrible scene i've watched in a film in ages was in that was because of that bloody half brother but like what the rape scene or? yes yeah. yeah the rape scene it's it's not nice that's like deeply upsetting but and it, it didn't could... really happen what it didn't really happen not like that anyway so i think right, okay. they're just putting all this information in one right okay. so I'll, I'll tell you a bit more because that that was like about it but how it how it like happens in the film i know it's like the I most know. it like it just feels like it like, like why just would you want to do that to you brother like it comes out with like nowhere and like oh it just plays out in like this like really really like stark you wide and I you're know. like Christ. like obviously there's that neighbor which is like taking like sort of nude photos of them and stuff like the boys mm-hmm. um and this james kid who i'm not actually sure how old he was at the time yeah doesn't really say but obviously it spans like a few years i think yeah, the yeah. film um or at least you know a, a period of time um and obviously they're getting i don't know i think it's alluded to more um it is but alluded it doesn't to more. it doesn't have because it, it just has that shot where because it has the the shots of them having and then he comes taken, out and just sits in the kitchen co- naked and he just comes out and you're naked like, oh, and you're like yeah like literally like ugh. and you know what the mother in the film obviously i don't know how she reacted in real life but she reacts like how everyone would want she's just so calm and then she's like i can't take it anymore yeah, and then she just fucking goes and, and like tries to kick the shit out of him as best as she her. can yeah and i was like you know what like that's when she's screaming at him and just like and it just like cuts to that shot of like it cuts that shot of the kids and they're all just like standing there, like totally blank. Yeah, like it's like oh, you know what though. This that's is deeply upsetting. You don't like she didn't ask any questions. She just believed and just went straight there. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like she didn't ask the kids. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't even see them like tell her. No, she's just clearly well, no, just sitting there. No, it's this John Bunton guy. How the hell he knew? I mean. I don't know if that part of the, the story is real or what, but well, this, I was gonna say there's like another bit, like really later later on when, because obviously you have like oh. you have like this bit where like the, his, his, his half brother rapes him, which is oh, Jesus, like get horrible, horrific. And then there's like a bit later on where John Button just like says to this James kid, he's just like he's just like, oh, do you like being fucked, like by your brother? And it's just like I don't think he says by your brother though. But he doesn't. No, he doesn't say by your brother. But like, like. I always got I, when I was watching it. I got the suggestion that he means by the brother, yeah, yeah. Because he, he seems just to clearly knows know. Doesn't he? he seems to clearly know because there's like that whole bit where they're having like their neighbourhood watch scene, mm-hmm. and he like and asks kid leaves, his opinion he? on something, mm-hmm. and he just like leaves. And you can see it just holds on like this shot of him just like staring at him, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh Christ, this isn't going to work. He just knows. Um, so I'll continue yeah. with, with this, and then you can you can see where the timeline is like a bit okay. different. Um, so the trial was actually one of the longest um, and most publicised in Australian legal history. Right. Um, so the Mark Hayden guy, which was like the fourth alleged helper in the gang, okay. he was convicted for helping dispose of bodies, um, assuming there's no evidence that we could like pin him to, to actually committing any of the murders. Um, the film okay. seems to think or allude to he just there. sort of was there at times yeah. and stuff like that and, and helped. Um, so I'm not going to get into this next bit that I found. There was like an article that started off with a woman called Jodie Elliott, who I know now was Bunting's ex and comes into it a bit later, but I, I don't think this article needed to, yeah. to start with her. It seemed a bit confusing. Right, okay. Um, so it was an 11-month trial, which is actually pretty long, um, and seven days to return a verdict. That is Seven long. days? That is long. Like, 
I mean, sometimes they take ages. Yeah, but you... Sometimes you expect long the, and it's like... The thing boom, is, though, is you might have it with, like... Were they all tried at once? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Right, okay, because it, it, it might be a thing of, separate. like, whether you can... I think the murders were tried separately as well. So all I think it may have been because different things because different people committed different things, essentially. Yeah, because so I was going to say, because if you, if you had, like, different counts... Especially with, like, John Bunting. Like, um, if you had, like, different counts, like, I could understand if it was, like, right, so if we could almost certainly prove that he committed this murder, mm-hmm. can we prove that he did out of the, well, the eight days on trial, Well, that's it. If you can prove that he did all 12, then you can do it all at once. But if you don't think that you can, that's when you're going to yeah. do it differently. Um, so well, that's it, he went down for 11, didn't you say? He went down for 11. Right, OK. But he allegedly killed 12 right. with this Robert Wagner. So you know how I said Joe Wagner? Uh-huh. That's what else he's... No one that's knows Robert, right, so okay, Robert. That, it really confused me. I was like, well, Wikipedia says Joe. Is, I was going to say, is, who there, is, Robert? There, is there a Wagner brother? So, like, and then I'll also tell you about more confusion because it really confused oh, Christ, me. Okay. So it started off the discovery of, of the remains um, of eight people in the barrels in this bank. Right. So it was a Snowtown Bank. So that's why it's called the Snowtown Murders. Right, okay, yeah. um, so there was four bodies that were linked to them and then two of those bodies were buried in Bunting's former backyard. So I'm right, not sure what okay. residence that was, um, but it was in one of his former places. Okay. Um, so one man, a convicted paedophile called Barry Lane. Now, Barry Lane is the person who you see as the transgender person in the film. Right, okay. Yeah, so also known as Victoria Lane. Right, okay. Not even a name in the film, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think... That character ever gets named at no. any point, but is a victim. Just keeps talking. Oh, get keeps getting talked over. That's something well, I kept noticing. Every time they would start to talk, they would what be they talked kind over. Of also, no. So right, obviously, okay. he's a convicted paedophile. So that's why he keeps being a nubhead to him, saying, you know, they like you and all that. Right. And okay. Like, yeah, right, okay. And he's just got to kind of shut up and and do it because he knows like, that it's it on, it's yeah. correct. You know what yeah. I mean? So Barry slash Victoria Lane, let's call them Victoria, Victoria. Lane because. They were like a pre-op transgender person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disrespect that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so anyway, like I was saying before, all the victims were known to at least one of the perpetrators of these victims. Right, okay, yeah. Um, so some were like family. Um, one victim was the son of James Vlasakis's stepfather. So this is where it gets a bit confusing. That's, is, that the, is that the victim at the end of the film? Yes, so he is his stepbrother. When the hell was that announced? I got that like sort of because I got so I so I think I may have felt it in the first watching, but I, I also think I got that it, it was going to allude to because the being... bloke who came and spoke to his mom was, I was there like, that's earlier. his dad. Yes, exactly. I was like, that's yeah, his dad, that. and then he's always with that other lad. Well, so I was like, right, well, I guess that's his son. I think son. that's maybe where I got that because he's I was the one who like comes in when they're all asleep and just starts playing drums at one point, and you're just like, what the hell. No, was that not the other brother? No, I think that's him. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, like it is confusing. There, there is like, I, I don't think it, like, it's the clearest lives with you of confusion, plot yeah. Yeah, in the no, film. It's... And to be fair, it's not the clearest of plot in real life, to yeah. be honest, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, no wonder, just because I probably had literally what you're doing now, like when he was writing, he was like, who the fuck are all these people? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, you probably had to have like a big mind map and be like, right, this person is connected right, to okay, this person. Cool, so you just say, you know what, fuck it, it's too complicated. Right, it's I'm not doing it. Just not doing it. Let's just go atmosphere. And I don't blame him, to be honest. Um, so people that were associated with this John Bunton guy, they tended to be vulnerable, like 
they didn't have particularly good mental capacity and things like that um and you know some of them weren't always like of an age where they would have maybe thought through all of their their decisions and and stuff properly and especially with like this sort of mental health stuff on top of that as well like just not a great it's lower class australia Mm -hmm. like they're living in poverty like it it's all like it feel, it, intersectional it well. things it feels that are like, It weirdly feels like a spot as well. Like it feels untouched by the police. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 Probably because of the lower class status. Yeah, that the, that atmosphere. I think really the poverty. Like, you know, they're going to be kids that cry for yeah, essentially. That, That's how they're going to be seen. That, and obviously that was alluded to because that the, atmosphere the woman really comes across, um, yeah. makes the, like the man makes the report about the, the neighbour yeah. across the street. And then and nothing then seems he's, to happen. He, yeah. He's just released pretty much straight away. Yeah. Which is like fucking dickhead. Um, so the killings apparently became more sadistic and more um, gruesome, including like dismemberment corpse play. I know. And then there was another part that said cutting up body parts as if the writer of that article did Does... not know what dismemberment meant. <laughs> nice. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. That well like... done. Um, so defleshing and torture. Jesus. Yeah, so not not nice. Yeah, horrible. Blow, At all. So like, like, they did suffer horrific deaths. But like I say, they weren't particularly innocent victims. So it's kind of hard with this. Like, usually you have, like, pretty much innocent victims, yeah, 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 like, yeah. in murders like this. But that, like, most of them actually aren't. Most of them have helped with another murder, like the one before. And then they get murdered. And I'm like, so I think if they hadn't have been caught when they were, Just, that, that James would have been yeah. killed. Maybe not that Robert Wagner, because I feel like he stirs up the, le- the least issues for that John right, Button okay, guy. Yeah. Um... But, like, I think that James would have probably got to a point where he was like, can't do this anymore. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was still youngish. You know what I mean? Well, if he was like... Time to stay. If he was, like, 16 in 92, then by 99, he's still not that. Who like, said he was 16 in 92? Because it says that he's 16. He says, he says that he's 16 before time. But the film doesn't start in 92. Does it not start in 92? John Bunton doesn't meet um, that family in 92. But the, oh right, so the murders have actually murders, already started by yes, the time the film actually starts. By that John oh, Bunton, right, and it's okay, Robert Christ. Wagner that knows the John Bunton first. Right. Okay. So then he meets obviously this woman. So that could be like ninety four. Yeah, it could be ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. Like it's not. Because I was because I was because I, I, I. It might be more clear when I start going through the victims of when that that James kid right, comes okay. into it. Because I, I to be fair, I will I will say like one thing that I massively give, which is a big thing that I'll give the film. Um, the perspective choice is genius. Like it's really good writing. I think you have, you're gonna have, have your issues issues with it just simply because they've tried to make him like innocent. more innocent. Yeah, and okay. tried to make you feel sorry for that family when actually she also helped a little bit. Yes, she was manipulated into doing uh, it, but she did help a bit. I think, and I, as did he. I think what it sort of. I think the I, I think the point that he's trying to make with them is like this like um I mean they've been fully with, manipulated esp- by especially him. when it's like lower class like n- clearly not very educated kids yeah like exploitation of them is almost yeah. like easy that's exactly what he like and that's what I think that's like the point I think that's one of the big points he's really trying to make with that character I think you know you could you could I think I think it's a it's a weird one like Sometimes I think, like, especially when you're kind of putting on screen something that really happened, 
I think like you could. You got to be so sensitive to, to what so actually sensitive. happened, and I mean, I was like so sensitive. So I did Charlie Hunnam's Jolly accent. Yeah, you got to be so sensitive. So I can't sensitive, even do my lad. own accent as so a dickhead. Sensitive, lad. <laughs> um, do you want to hear some more? Yes. So three of the fifteen jurors dropped out. Oh. Yeah. So you know how many jurors you have, don't you? Yeah, you got twelve. Don't twelve. You? So of the original twelve, three dropped out and they were replaced. So you always have backup jurors just in case yeah, anything yeah, yeah, happens yeah, yeah. or if people need yeah, to drop I've out. Yeah, jury duty, Sophie. So. Oh, sorry. So yeah, you've got twelve jurors, but you do get people who are interviewed and stuff like that, and you have like quite a lot of people who are considered for the jury role, and then you get interviewed. So say like someone else had been a victim of like child abuse or something like that, they would probably not be chosen for this trial because they have like a sensitive mm-hmm. area in that. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have... Because um, you get asked like the question of like, um, is there any reason why you shouldn't be on the exactly, jury? Exactly, yeah. So they'll like, ask yeah. them loads of stuff. And then if they get found out later, they'll get kicked off the jury. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it's for their own sake. It's so that there's no bias. But also, how can you trust 12 people who have no legal background to decide if someone's guilty or... Yeah, basically, yeah. Or not. So it is... It is um, troublesome. Um, so you had journalists who were, like, reporting on it at the time who had to receive counselling. Jesus Just from Christ. reporting on it. How crazy is that? Just from... What is that? Just from, like, being in the courtroom and hearing about what Essentially, happened? yeah. And obviously they would have been witness to, to any pictures and, and stuff like that. So that... It's not good, is it? Um, so that James... Vlasakis confessed to four murders in 2001. So this is two years after they were... After they were arrested. They were arrested. Mm-hmm. This is probably when the jury... Uh, when the, the case was being tried. Because um, obviously it takes ages yeah, yeah, yeah. to do that. Um, so his mother had moved in with Bunting. Um, well, actually, from the film, it looked like Bunting moved in with her. I don't know. The, it says that yeah. she had moved in with him. Um, and it was his actual evidence and, and testimony that helped put Bunting away. Right, okay. Which is great. Yeah. Great. Is he not under a different name? No. Who? Because it says at one of the credits at the end that someone's under a different name now. Oh, God. I remember if it's that James Fosakis or something. But it, 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 I remember it like says that someone, because basically their evidence helped put Bunting away, that they are now under a different name. Oh, yeah, well, he prison. might be out now. I mean, obviously, he would have had to have gone away for something. No, he's, no, he's not. Did you not go away for anything? No, so he did, and he... I was going to say, that was 2001, he, it's 22 years So right he now. can't, yeah, he can't... It says at the end of the film, like, he basically can't um, uh, have... Can't even go for probation until 2025. What, that James Vlasakis? Yeah, I think that is pertaining to oh, him, I think. I'll have a look at that. And it says minute. he'll be basically be, like, we'll 40, in his 40s by the time that Amazing. happens. So that James Vlasakis was victim of uh, sexual abuse by a neighbour, which is clearly the like the opening scene, which essentially. Opening scene, um, and apparently worshipped Bunting, so he asked if he could call him his dad and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is weird, because his dad was still around. Yeah. But clearly he was a shit dad. Yeah. That happens. Um, so this Joe slash Robert Wagner um, was having a... Gay relationship with that Barry Lane, Victoria Lane. Right, yeah. With the, the transgender person. So when they come into the film, they're having a relationship. Yeah, I read a, I read a trivia thing on IMDb that said that that was, that was shot and then cut from the film. What, like about their relationship? That subplot was um, shot and cut. What, I mean, it's probably just too much detail it's to go like into for them, yeah, you know I what think, I mean? Like, I th- for the level of detail that they put into it. 
you've kind of got to build the plot around it yourself, haven't you? Yeah. I yeah. had to Google. I mean, I'm obsessive with Google and straight after anyway, if, especially if something's true. I'm yeah, like, let yeah, me see yeah, how yeah, true yeah. it was. Um, so I went on and honestly, I started reading all this and I was like, holy shit, I don't know what's going on here. Like, yeah. it was crazy. I was like, this is confusing as shit. I was like, I'll come back to this. Yeah. So I did and uh, it made a bit more sense, but still, not a lot. Um, so yeah, so he was having a relationship with uh, that Victoria Lane who he later killed. Yeah. Obviously not just him, but he helped kill. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bunting had Lane and Wagner help him with that spider wall of information that you see yeah, in the yeah, film yeah. where he's got all the red lines and stuff um, about people who he alleges are, are paedophiles and just not good people, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not good people by, like, Bunting's Yeah, so standard. it was alleged by them, so yeah. we don't know how true all the information was. Um they were named after the rock spider, um, oh. which is apparently used in Australia to refer to, to paedophiles. Powder pearls. Pe- pe- paedophiles, pe- 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 if I can say that Rock probably. spider. Rock spider, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it was the spider wall because of the rock spider. Because so the apparently rock they get spider. referred to right, rock okay. spider. There is a, a name that is said in the film, which I was like, is that rock spider? But I, I feel like some of the dialogue is a bit like unclear. And I was like, I don't know what he just said. I think it's, I think it, I, I think it's one of those like you know like um, Chris Nolan where like he like turns up the, he turns up the score so you can't hear any. Yes. Half, half the, Honestly, I turned the film about. on and I was like, why is everything else so loud but the voices? Yeah, I was like, yeah, what is yeah, going yeah. on here? Like, so it, I had to really turn it up and then I was a, like, Ooh. there's a weird thing. So like, I went to go see Oppenheimer fairly recently and there's like. Ugh. What a brag. Yeah, I know. What a flex. <laughs> it's a flex, like, because it is. It's I've, an old I've it's been no, to see it's, Oppenheimer. It's an old timer. So. It's an old timer. Um, Just putting that out there. I normally, I'm normally, like, a bit iffy with Christopher Nolan, but I, it's a masterpiece. But uh, and, I, and I'm not saying that, that actually I mean, lightly. Dark Knight trilogy, can we just. <laughs> Yeah, just because you're a massive Batman fan. This is this is yeah, it's it's is this is big one. This is the one I think you'll get remembered for. Um, but that's a whole thing of that where like he has so like so much score, that sometimes like you almost don't catch the dialogue and like the dialogue isn't forefront of the audio. I think it's because the score is forefront of the audio. Makes the score really important. Yeah. So it's like. But that's not so much a thing with Justin because it's so weird. With what? With with like this film, like I was like I noticed the score, Maybe it's but just it wasn't loud. super. No, the score is important. If you didn't have the score, you wouldn't have the atmosphere. Well, you know it's his 100%. brother. Sorry. His brother does the score. All right. It's a guy called Jed Cazell. Oh, so he great. does the score, does he? Yeah, he's it's his brother that does this. He has done on all of his films, including. I do find that the score is super important. It's re- it's really really good, and it's like really like droney and, and quite intense and. Uh, Quite uncomfortable. Evil. I would yeah, say the can, word evil yeah, to evil. describe Evil's that probably score. a good way of actually putting it. Um, but he watch it and you will it's very understand. It's very interesting because you, um, me? like he's me kind as a, of is a viewer or just me as Sophie. It's interesting for you, but also like just as like whoever the, who, who even wants to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but like um, he's gone back to this type of material now. Like what so, means? like he did like True History of the Killer Game, which is very expressionistic, and he did you know like Assassin's Creed. He kind of did like his bit of a bid for Hollywood sort of thing, and I think he's kind of chilled out on that, and he's gone back to like it's much more like I guess like low key indie Australian roots essentially, mm-hmm. um, and he's kind of gone back and he's done he did that Nitrum that came out like a year or two ago, oh, which is about, that, um, about the Tasmania massacre. And it's about, but it is about it's from I the perspective. 
So it's basically the massacre that essentially, like, so you know how we talk about like the school shootings in America. This was the one like that changed Columbia. gun laws in Australia. Okay. Like okay. and it like, but he's told it from his perspective. Like it's about him because he was basically like really really mentally. Uh, he had like mental disabilities and stuff like that. Like this character, I can't remember what is that. I can't remember the the kid who so it was. So he's told it from this person's. But he's told it from his perspective, okay. and it's very like, I've heard it's like again like very similar to Snowtown, like very like transgressive and really like it's very challenging. It's very, very challenging, very challenging. Very challenging, but it also all I hear from reviews is that like he's done, he's treated so sensitively as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which I think... Which you have to. When which, Christ, you have to if you're going to do stuff Jesus. like this. But, like, but, yeah, basically... Well, it wasn't, like, a shooting. It was, like, a... I'm sure it was, like, a resort or something. I can't remember what it was. But resort. Like, something like that. It was, like... Or, like, it was, like, a community, like, town sort of thing. But, basically, that was what... I understand what you're saying. He talks... He talks... I watched an interview with him where he basically talks about that being, like, one of the most important things ever in Australian well, history. Well, I mean, we could watch that. We could watch Nitrim at some point. I mean, it's like fitting with the theme. It is very fitting. We talk the about the the criminal esque I mean, stories that inspired have, the films. I also have a film to suggest for next time, but we'll see. We'll we'll talk about that then because I have quite a few. Oh shit! And okay. I realise. I feel like you're really. Gonna... I've got them on my phone and now my phone. Oh, I feel like you're really gonna hit me. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna be hey, like, yeah. I've got one film, and you're like, I've got fourteen. <laughs> I probably do. Yeah, you probably do. So, right, continue, <laughs> so anyway, right, right, continue. continue. Um, so what have I not said? I've said the Rock's Fair thing. Oh, so they met in 1994. So it was uh, so, like the five years. The film was kind of five years. Okay. Um, and Bunting had been... started killing a couple of years before that. Do we know how many you killed by that one? I might be able to work them. Okay. But if you think that... Um, that that James Valakis, um, he only admitted to helping with four of them. Was it four? Right, yeah. okay. So he so, might have committed like a... a he definitely committed... I think that Victoria Lane was killed without James Valakis, but it was in the time frame of... When he'd met maybe that family. Known. Yeah, right, so okay. I mean, the time frame is really... Because that character just with the victim. does just disappear just from sits the film. There. Well, you hear... I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into uh-huh. it, because I'm going to tell you anyway. So... Lasakis moved in with Gavin. Porter. So he moved in with Gavin Allen Porter. Sorry, Gavin, there's a Gavin in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who later went missing until Bunting showed him his body. So that's the body that he showed in the film. And you know, he's like, he's my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one who's like a heroin addict or something. But so was James Lasakis. Well, yeah, because it does like suggest that later on, doesn't it? I don't think it does. It does? When? There's like a whole, there's like the whole bit when um, you see him injected at one point and he, he like finds him in the car. Oh, and finds him in the car, shit. and then I he's like, I was, I he, he, like, out of the he film like grabs his night. head and he like pushes it into the mirror. With a, oh, shit. And he's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, you need to get off that stuff. Yeah, sorry, yeah. So that's he was, like a big he was also an addict. Yeah. Um, but he was like friends with this Gavin. Um, and then the the, the killed Gavin. I'll I'll go into why he killed Gavin. Essentially, just thought it was a waste of space. That's what I got from the film. Yeah. They so basically... just thought it was a waste I was, of space. I was a bit like, I was when I was watching it this time, I was like, he's talking about like all these like paedophiles and he's talking about like perverts and stuff like that. And then yeah. I'm like, you kind of seem to just kill this guy because you thought he's a bit of a waster. Yeah, literally that is what it is. I think he just didn't want this James to go down the same track. I mean, you didn't have to kill him. You didn't have to kill him. And then also make him a murderer too. To be fair though, <laughs> I did read that apparently this Gavin kid had left a used needle on the sofa and it stabbed uh, John Bunton 
and he fucking lost his shit over it apparently right, and that okay. was maybe the start of the end for Gavin oh, that's unfortunately a really, like, that's a really, like, and it's really sad because weird and specific. you're in what lower class Australia small town you're living in poverty yeah. someone kills you because you're an addict like you're escaping like, trauma like holy shit man like you know I like, mean yeah you shouldn't have left it you I, I, mean, I always, out, I always, go, I always go back to that I always go back to especially when it when it comes to, like low class I always go back to it sounds really really weird but I always go back to common people by pulp like there's lyrics in that song that are like so spot on to be to being like poor yeah. and just like he's talking about like cockroaches climbing the walls and, and stuff like that and um well that's a lot of like this life that the people would be living yeah in. and he's just talking basically about like essentially you need some kind of fucking escape and yeah. like well that's it that's what i was gonna say you like can't, yeah like, judge this gavin kid for the fact yeah that this this guy's being stuck with this needle which yeah isn't great he could have got whatever from it but like give the guy a break but is this not you know what i mean but is that not also like weirdly like because i because i got like a weird there was like a you thing while I was he watching the film. could have very well planted that there. Yeah, totally. To be like, oh, I've been stabbed I don't by even, this I don't needle. I do not think like that. I think like, I kept thinking when I was watching the film, I was like, almost, not that obviously it's not worse than the killings, is that like, he's a horrible hypocrite. Yeah. Like, was John Bunting. I kept like, I kept like sitting there watching it and I was like, you I are mean, in his, a horrific hypocrite. In his like, MO of these killings, he deserved to die. Yeah, if you, go, if you go by his, if you go by his, it's very like you know, like it reminds me like loads of like Hitler. You know how he has like the, uh, the you know how he has like the Aryan race, which he doesn't fit into what yeah. he thinks of the Aryan race as. Yeah. It's so not it's even like, German. well, yeah, it wasn't even fucking German, and it's like, like, like what well, are you doing? Okay, but so, okay, wait, so by your own logic, how are we talking about Hitler? You, but yeah, uh, because but yeah, no, by evil, your own it? logic, you would have been killed. You should have been part of the genocide. Like yeah. it's a very, it's a very like. It's this weird thing where, like, is it because, like, Hitler's technically was technically a psychopath, wasn't he? I think they go by that he was a psychopath. In terms Probably, of if, yeah. if he was to, if he was to be like, is where you're like lack emotion. Yeah, if he was to be like kind of psychoanalyzed, it would be that he was a psychopath. But like, Probably, yeah. Um, did you hear about the guy that did a psychopath test um, and made it, and then uh, got all of his students? He was like a lecturer or something, uh-huh. um, and he got all of his students to take the psychopath test, and it was all like. Um, he got all them back. He did it himself, and he was going through, and he was like, "Whoa, this person is really a psychopath." It was himself, <laughs> and he was like, "He felt that he was a psychopath." Yeah, because he got them all to do this test, and then he went through it, and he was like, "Whoa, this based person's based is like really bad. Like That's they are really a psychopath." Funny. And then he was like, "Oh, it's me." Yeah. And the problem is me. But yeah, that was a, that was that was what I got from John Budden when I was watching it. I was like, I just sang I was a like, bit of Taylor Swift, and I'm really unhappy with myself. Yeah, you should be. Um, um, but like he. I found yeah, he, I found that so interesting. I was like, killed, because by your own logic of who you think these people are that should die, or whatever the fuck you think should happen to these people, I was like, like you're a bad person. You're too, part fella. of this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just found that. I found that like a really and the film really plays on that and really doesn't hide it as well. It mm, like really yeah. pushes that to the forefront, especially when you've got like these like neighborhood watch scenes. It's conscious of it, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, it's very conscious of it. Um so yeah, so James Lasakis's brother was also killed by them. Um so he's called Troy Yod. Spelt like your as in you are. Mm-hmm. Y O U D E. So Yod. Um was murdered 
by them. Vlasakis was a participant in the film. It, he wasn't really a participant. Yes, he did then murder him to put him out of his misery uh -huh. kind of thing. But he actually like tied him to the, the thing right, and cut okay, him to stuff. So he did play a bigger part then. Yeah. That, kind of what the it says in the film. Not out of like guilt and emotion. It was more like he did it. There well. is, there's like a, there's like a really I really want to talk about it because that shot has not left my fucking brain. So he was sexually abused by him. Okay. But when he was thirteen. Right. So not at the time. So not quite at the right, time, okay. unless. Unless it continued. Unless yeah, it continued. Right, maybe okay. he was thirteen. The film, but he was sexually abused by him. Um, that scene is totally horrific. Yeah, it's horrendous. Um, like um, very I, uncomfortable to watch any rape scenes. It has a yeah. It so the actual murder of him. Like, that scene is, like, horrendous. The way they keep, like, choking him and stop choking him and choking him and stop yeah. choking him. Yeah, well, like, that's how whoa. they did the torture and stuff like that. So this Victoria Lane, um, they were the only person really mentioned that had the um, the pliers on the toes. So I think it was just right, kind okay. of showcasing that's some of the torture that they used done, yeah. um, to do it because I don't think it was all of them like that. You know right, what I mean? Okay. Some of them were just straight out murdered. Just like dead, pretty quickly, like just yeah. Them. Whereas um, he was tortured in the film, but I don't know if he was tortured in real right, life. Okay. Anyway, I'll get on to that with the but victim's no, list a, or something. Yeah, the the shot that I want to, oh god, it just like really, it like really got me, and it was um, it was when he's being he's tied up the the half brother and he's being tortured and stuff. Mm -hmm. It does that. It does a horrible thing where it like, you know, where it like follows the brother as he goes outside, um, James. And it follows him as it goes outside. And it just has those kids on bikes go past. And it's uh -huh. just like, within this house, there was like horrendous, disgusting yeah, things happening. Yeah, but you don't know. And, and That's very like, it just like um, juxtaposes it against these like, just like kids on bikes. And, well, it's and the, very like the, the Fred and Rose house, isn't it? Yeah. Um, like residential house where like, yeah. where like horrific things are happening. But yeah. outside of it, people are just like I mean, existing. It, Fred West was just a handyman. Yeah. Everybody loved the handyman. Yeah. So they kill his brother, um, and the murders became like only weeks apart. So like in serial killing, um, I'm assuming you know what the difference between like serial killing and like mass murder is. Nobody. So mass murder me. is uh, <laughs> hit me with hit the information. With so mass murder is when um, there's like no sort of time in between any murders. So you know when like people get. So take uh, Andrew Cunanan. Right, okay. Who killed Versace, uh -huh. Versace. Yeah. Um, so he had killed his roommate, um, then went to kill Versace because uh -huh. Versace didn't want to be a sh uh, well, didn't want Andrew Cunanan as his sugar daddy essentially, uh, right, his sugar okay. baby. Sorry. Right. Okay. Ridiculous. He just paid no mind to him, so he just, you know, just had no interest in him, so yeah, he wanted to kill him. Um, so that was a killing spree. That's um, killing spree. Yeah. Right, okay. So, so like, so like a school shooting is like a killing spree. Yes. Right. Okay. Obviously, they're known as, as mass. Is it mass murders, kill and spray, it's like the same. Kind of thing, yeah. Not a lot of time frame. Serial, it, it, more like. I've always like. It's like where there's a good span of time. Where there's between. a good span of time, yeah. Two to three or more good span of time between. Right, okay. Um, Not like over a couple of days or something. Which right. is that Andrew Cunan was like only a few days. Right. So he murdered. I can't remember who he murdered. He murdered his roommate, then he murdered. Um, this actual kind of sugar daddy guy was like a closeted homosexual man um, whose wife had gone away. He'd invited Andrew Cunanan around for... Um, and then he'd, he'd killed him. Right, okay. And then... I don't know I can't remember if that was before or after uh, Versace. Um, watch the American crime... Oh, I really like the, really like the OJ one. The OJ one, one. Uh, yeah. OJ the OJ one's really good. Other than Cuba Gooden Jr., who's just completely and utterly wrong for the part of... Um, 
OJ, but you know. Has a high voice and he's short. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, tall and had a OJ really deep voice. Was, what was he, a football player or something? He's so, like a football he's player. Gonna be pretty big. Like he was like six, he's like six four. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't There's know. But to be fair though, they are good. They are good. Yeah. Sarah Paulson. Paulson Sarah Paulson's really curly good. Hair, um, Sterling K. Brown, who I love. So it was apparently known that Bunton showed signs of violence from a young age, so he become became began harming animals. Um, and at right. 26, he killed his ver- his first victim, who he claimed was a, a child predator. So that's I'm going to get into the victim soon. Okay. Um, so there was a body found... No, the body of that victim, sorry, was found in 1994, but the police were never able to to pin it on anybody. Right. Um, and then apparently, years later, there was like a TV show about this murder, and he bragged about it, saying that it was his handiwork. Did he get convicted for that later on? Yeah, I think he did. For that one. <laughs> Not fucking handiwork anymore, is it? Jesus um, Christ. So I've said to you about when he was eight years old, he was sexually abused. Um, yes, yeah, he did. So yeah, he wasn't convicted for one of the murders, um, which was his ex who was boy, uh, whose body was found in his old backyard. But I'll get more into the victims yeah. anyway. Um, so he'd, what, they, what they used to do is they used to record their victims saying certain things. So you know when his brother... Um, is getting tortured and he gets him to record oh, like, like oh the, mom I'm going away um, I'm going here. like, like I can't live here assholes, anymore, yeah. um, so that was what they would do for like most of the victims they would get them to record them saying like their bank details yeah because they what... play some of those recordings like in the film don't they yeah so they play the Victoria Lane one Right, where okay. she is like telling her mom is that who that is yeah so she's when like I first telling heard her it, I was like is this the real victims that they're putting in, like, the... Oh, no, it's probably not, like, the real, real... No, 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 no. But, but, like, like the... you know what I mean? Like, when it first starts doing that, because... So, the first one is Victoria Lane. Started, the like... first one is Victoria Lane. So, oh, okay. when you don't realise there is murders happening. Oh, but I think it's because that James didn't know. So, that's right, why okay, you don't know, because it's his fully within his perspective, so, yeah. So, yeah, Victoria Lane uh, leaves um, their mum a voice message saying, like... I'm moving away, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, so what they used to do is they used to steal uh, people's benefits. Um, that's what the mother used to do. She used to help doing that as well. That was kind of her part in right, it. Okay. Um, forcefully, essentially. Yeah. She, like, she didn't choose she to do it. Um, it. She was manipulated into it, yes. Um, which is such a shame, because like, people like that probably wouldn't do anything unless they were like manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, so that's what they used to do. So that's like some of the voices that you're hearing where they're like leaving messages. Um when he goes to get um so James um Vlasakis uh was not schizophrenic. Right, okay. He was just impersonating one of the the people. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, so that's what that is. Um Yeah, wow, it's one of those that really yeah, works so a lot more. I think it was probably a... just maybe for drugs, maybe for the money. It like works um, a lot more once you like know all yeah, this information. Exactly, that's but... it. Uh, well, that's almost like it, a like, fault of the film. Yeah, I think it's just a lack do. of information, yeah, essentially. Yeah. There's just a lot of alluding. There's a lot of... Um, just, it's not, you know, it's not, like, super clear. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they used to scam, uh, like, these the benefits and stuff, and, and steal the benefits. Um, the, um, the town of Snowtown has since tried to change its name. Um, because obviously that's what it's yeah, known as, which yeah. is crazy when there was only actually one murder committed there, which was the the other stepbrother yeah. right at the end. Um, yeah, so when I was looking at this, like I say before about the uh, the Barry Lane slash Victoria Lane thing, 
Um, there was a lot that just straight up called that person Barry. And I was like, well, this is confusing. Um, and there was a lot that just called that person Victoria. So that was where I got really confused because I was right, like, okay. right, who is this person? Yeah. What's going on? And then I Googled the picture. And when I seen the Snowtown picture come up, I was like, oh, yes, now I remember. Because I did not remember at the time. Did not remember. Right, okay. Um, and then I was like... Trans. That's what it is. That's was she was she openly is. trans or was it like a what was it like a? I thing think that was, like, was a bit of an emphasis. Remember, for the film. like you know. Um. So the victims. I'll tell okay. you about the victims now. I have wrote stuff down, but I am going to go off the iPad. So now that you have some more context with who's who. Okay. Um. I'll tell you. So we've got number one, Clinton Trezise, who was twenty-two. This was the first victim who he was bragging about. Okay. Um, so his body was found buried in a shallow grave at Lower Light, north of Adelaide in 1994. He was hit on the head with a hammer by John Bunting, who called him a paedophile. Wow. Um, when the discovery of his body was reported on television, that's where he was said. It, it was Australia's most wanted, actually. So really? He was actually one of Australia's most wanted. How crazy is that? What? Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Isn't it? Um, and he boasted that it was his handiwork. And he boasted, yeah. What a Gee, dick. What like, even if he was joking, dickhead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that one was helped by Robert Wagner. Okay. Uh, so number two was Thomas... So there's a lot of hard names to pronounce. Okay, so you'll have cool. to bear with me. Thomas Trevelyan. A coroner initially ruled his death was suicide, but, but police later linked it to the Snowtown murders. His body was found hanging from a tree in Adelaide in 1997. Hanging from a tree? Yeah, hanging from a tree. Jesus so that's five Christ. years later. Um, I think these are in order. This is kind of the right, suspected okay. order. Okay. Um, so he was a paranoid schizophrenic. He suffered hallucinations and believed the Grim Reaper was going to kill him. Trevelyan, so that Thomas kid, had helped murder an earlier victim. Christ so actually this isn't in order because he helped uh, murder Victoria Lane. Really? Yeah, so by 1997 Victoria Lane was dead. Um, so Michael Gardner, who was 19, a cross-dressing homosexual, obsessed with hygiene and cleanliness, mm-hmm. um, Bunting and Robert Wagner strangled Gardner, then forced him to remain standing until he died. Just a light bit of torture there. Wow. Dickheads. Um, Barry Victoria Lane, um, previously in a relationship with Wagner, who he has alleged to have raped, so apparently he raped Wagner. Right, okay. She, I'm going to say she. She. Um... And apparently raped this Trezise, which was the first victim. So this is how they're all linked. Confusing. Were they, so were they bunting raped? No. Who was it? Victoria Lane, who was in a relationship with Wagner, was alleged to have raped Wagner. Oh, God, and okay. Trezise. Wow. Who, this Victoria Lane was involved in the Trezise murder, so in that first murder. Oh Christ! It's so like, like connected in such horrible um, ways. Crazy. So before his, for her death. Let's call her Victoria Lane. That's who she wanted to be. That's who she wanted to be. Even if she was a bad person. Yeah. Um, before her death, their toes were squeezed with pliers. So that was part of that torture stuff. Um, the body Ooh. was wrapped in carpet before being placed in a barrel. Uh, Gavin Paul, at 31, um, lived with confessed killer James Blasakis in 1998. Both were on on the methadone. Oh, the methadone program. The meth. I was like, the methadone. The meth. But on the methadone program. Um, on the morning of his death, Porter was working on his car and was still under the influence of drugs. And he and Vlasakis had take, 
that he had and Vlasakis had taken the night before. Okay. He fell asleep on the back seat of his car and was strangled by Bunting and Wagner. Christ alive. Nice guys. Lovely, lovely um, So Troy Yord, 21, while sleeping he was hit with planks and jack handles, not 100% sure that that was, um, by Bunting, Wagner and Vlasakis. So this is where he so plays a was, bit more of a that role. That was that murder in the film. So he was dragged into the bathroom. Class. He was handcuffed, gagged, and has his, had his toes squeezed by pliers. So this one was actually pretty factual. That was pretty spot on. Too, uh, other than James's, James Vasakis's involvement. Yeah. Very emotional in the film, but did do a bit more. Um, before he died, Yord was forced to apologise for sexually abusing Vasakis, his stepbrother. To ensure he was dead, Wagner stood on Yord's chest. <sighs> Not a nice way to go. Wasn't a nice guy, but not a nice way to go. Yeah. Like, I don't believe eye for an eye and all that shit. Like, yeah, I don't really believe in it, to be honest. Like. Frederick Brooks, 18, disappeared in September 1998. His mother, Jodie Elliott, was engaged to Bunting and was the sister of victim Elizabeth Hayden, who I haven't got to yet. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brooks was handcuffed, gagged, beaten. Sorry, my stomach just rumbled. And that was, was really that was, loud. That was heavy, I'm that really like hungry. What that it's half one. No wonder I'm hungry. Um, so they were cuffed, gagged, beaten, given electric shocks, and burned with cigarettes. Now it doesn't say it here, but I'm pretty sure they were burnt with cigarettes, like in the ears and shit like that. Oh, it makes you feel horrible, doesn't it? Um, and a cigarette lighter. Oh, so their toes were also uh, squeezed with pliers. His voice was tape recorded to help cover up his d- disappearance. Right, okay. Uh, so Gary O'Dwyer, 29, a pensioner. So this Gary O'Dwyer... Well, they're not a pensioner. They're 29 years old. Um, what? Um, it says an pensioner? invalid pensioner. That's what it says. That is the word pensioner. Wow. Anyway, so this person... Oh, maybe that's why it is. So this person suffered a brain injury in a car crash. His death was described by Vlasakis as similar to that of of Yod, so Troy Yod. Bunting... they fucking tortured this guy. Yeah. Bunting, Wagner and Vlasakis visited O'Dwyer's home for a few drinks and O'Dwyer was grabbed and handcuffed, beaten, whipped with a belt and given electric shocks. Nice people. Um, Elizabeth Hayden, who I alluded to earlier, 37, yeah. her disappearance in November 1998 aroused police suspicions. She was the wife of Mark Ray Hayden, right. who is yet to face trial for murder. So obviously this was written at the time when yeah. he hadn't faced trial. Um, after she went missing, family and friends were told she had locked herself in the bedroom after Bunting refused her advances. She is the lady who gets naked. Who just Bunting gets naked in, in front of it? Yeah. Why? Who knows? I couldn't work out that scene at all. No, it makes no it's sense. Like, what the hell is going on? Um, so she, she was later, as well. Yeah, she later went to be with her boyfriend. Well, she's the woman that he's talking about at the end where he says, oh, I told my wife about it. But don't worry, guys, she'll not say anything about we're being murderous, guys. Right, okay, is that the wife? That's the wife. Right. Um, she later went to be with her boyfriend, they were told. Okay. <laughs> you killed her. Uh, David Johnson, 24, the last to die of the 12 people linked to the bodies in the Barrels killings. He was lured to the Snowtown Bank, so this is the other stepbrother, yeah. um, on the pretense of buying a computer, which is, you know, what we see in the film. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, after the being driven to Snowtown by his stepbrother, um, James Vlasakis, Johnson was handcuffed and beaten. He was strangled with his own belt by bunting and his body was cut up and put in barrels. Why do you think they ended it there? 
Uh, they were caught. So they were caught after I that? I think it's simply because they were caught. It's simply because they were caught? Yeah. I, I think that's the only reason that it stopped. I no, I'm. I, to be honest, I'm all about the film, but I understand your point of view. Though. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were I'm the about the film because the film. I just think the film they didn't ends really. In quite an there was empty way. There was too much to. You would have to do like a whole other film about the court. Case, well, exactly. Really, that's what I mean. You? There's there's a lot to have to do after that. So yeah. it's like, when do you stop? Yeah, where do you stop? And they do stop. It's very like intense. Like the way he just like walks when he's in like, and Whoa, he's just what's like, going on? and you can just feel like there's no air in that room. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, why have you taken me to a fucking abandoned? Oh, yeah, bank? why have you taken me why to an abandoned bank for a computer? For, for a computer. Why is the computer in a different city to where you live? And it's just, um, it's just why like, why are we at an abandoned bank? Why is this creepy guy John here? Because he's always fucking weird. Yeah, he's always um, weird. And I don't complained because like I had money and he didn't. And it's, um, it's, it's very like, oh god, it's very like uncomfortable. And it just like, it just like the way that scene happens. I just, it just ends in a way that I'm just a bit like, oh, it's a bit, little bit empty. I think there's just so much that happened after that. Yeah. So that's maybe and then, why. And then it comes up with all that text oh at the God, end, and I was like, sorry. I can't tell who all these people are. Yeah, because you don't know who the names are. I think that's, the, that's one of the hardest things I think about the film, is that, like, it just needed... It almost needs just, like... It's it's so anti-exposition. I think when that I... That occasionally you just needed touches. Yeah. You just needed little bits. When I was looking for the information, and when I went on Reddit, because Reddit always helps... Yeah, with truth, right? yeah. Um, and someone said like it's not particularly factual, and I was like, oh, it felt factual mm-hmm. when I when I read the stuff, and then when I watched it again, I was like, no, oh, yeah, they did leave actually a lot out. Like, and well, realistically, it's... I think it was just so that they didn't really have to get into it. Yeah, which makes sense. Anyway, I do have a final victim. I know, so they're not in chronological order because I think it's right, a bit okay. confusing. Because he was the last one. To so Ray Davis, Davies, sorry, twenty-six, a pensioner again. I don't know what makes Australian pensioners twenty-six year olds, but never mind. Um, a pensioner who lived in a caravan in the backyard of Suzanne Allen. So the she was murdered. So she was um, John Button's ex, and Ray Allen Davies's ex. So that's the guy that I'm talking about now. Um, so actually, this looks like it's more in order. The book that I've got here, the book that I've got. The book it's that, my own book. Your notes. <laughs> my notes. So it was. Turns out I'm actually more. I'm actually better <laughs> I'm at writing about correct. this stuff than they are. Um, I got this list from from Wikipedia. To be fair. Um, so yeah, Suzanne Allen was the third victim. She was Bunting's ex, and this Ray Davies's ex. Um, and the murder charges were never brought for this for this murder. Um, right. So Ray Davies was the second person killed, and they had a sexual relationship with Bunting, apparently. Oh no, sorry, with Bunting's ex. No. Uh, <laughs> ox. Uh, with Bunting's ex, which right, okay. is Suzanne Allen. Um, her grandsons actually accused him of sexual approaches, um, and he was living in this caravan behind her house. Um, Jesus Christ! Which All these I people think, are connected in such weird fucking. I language. think it's like the young guy who they see at the bus stop, and he's like, "Oh, you shouldn't be out here," kind of thing. And he's like, "Oh, we'll go back," kind of thing. Really? Yeah, I think that's him in the film. What the hell? Yeah, like so much is just not explained. You look back and you're like, actually, this film makes literally no sense. Like, but it, it is well directed. It's well it's, written. It's got so it's much well acted. It's in the atmosphere. The score is amazing. Like, for that, for those things, ten out of ten. Yeah. For plot, fucking where was it? Wow, like no. You you missed a lot. Like what? you missed a lot. It's and even, it was quite long actually as well, isn't it? It's like two hours. Yeah. yeah so I think I, I thought it was shorter because I was like, yeah, surely if I missed a, all that. I had in my head it was shorter, but it was yeah. just. Should I tell you what it is? I think it just focuses so much on 
almost like uh, how that James Vasakis is almost like it focuses so much just on his face. Like, in just, yeah, like, his, like, reactions to certain things. Like, I think about that shot, and someone put it on Letterboxd, but, like, it's true, though. You know that bit when he just, like, he just walks in, and it just holds on the shot of him for ages before it cuts to um, Bunting? And Bunting's just, like, that's where all their, like, materials are and stuff like that, where the the barrels and stuff. And it just, like, holds on James Fasakis, and it's just, he's just, like, so dead behind the you eyes. You say his name so much more natural than me. I'm like, Vlasakis. Because I can't, and you're but just like, Vlasakis. Like, Vlasakis, but it, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, like, to be fair. But, yeah, like, but, like, not, am I sorry? Go it on. holds, it just holds on the shot of his face, and that's how I felt watching the film. Just, like... Like his face. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. God, this like, is, oh, it is absolutely this is some tough grim. Material. I probably won't watch it again. I I don't think you know what it is. It was when you were because I I saw this. Where, I think I was at uni. I think I watched this. But like um, gracefully. But like out. it's yeah because I watched it at uni when I was kind of going through like a phase where I was like yeah I'm I watch tough films. I watch tough material. That was but I'm I, not a that's tough That's when guy. I was watching like Gaspar Noir movies. Um. So I think that's gonna round off today. Yeah, it's good to do it. Because we've um, talked for what seems like the whole of our lives now. We've talked for one hour 54. Have we actually? 100%. Are you taking the fucking piss out of me? I am me? not taking the piss. God, we are riddled with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this might, first one might have to be two part. Oh, fuck me. Um, great. Um, it won't be, it won't be. I'll just cut out all of our utter bollocks. Yeah, you just have to cut out some of the shite. Yeah. Anyway, so that's um Yeah, that was Snowtown. Uh, anyway, so this um this has been episode one, maybe even episode two as well. <laughs> Whatever. Both got very serious. Would you recommend this film, Sophie? To anyone? Snowtown. I mean it's evil. It's it's evil. It's evil. The film itself is evil. You will be depressed. If you if play you it watch backwards, all you hear is the devil's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that Beatles album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um I'd, would I recommend it? I'm not sure. Yeah, um, to film people, yes. People that to like people film. that like true yeah. crime, yes. To yeah. the average Joe, absolutely, absolutely fucking not. not. Do not watch this film if you don't like brutal. If you don't like true crime. If you don't like an indie film. If you like indie films that are nice, also don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. if you if you think of indie as like Little Miss Sunshine, then do not watch, watch this film. Don't watch it. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine is nice. I feel like Justin like Justin Cazell's gonna get in touch and be like, why are you? Why you? Why do you why seem you to like my film and then you're bad? We're not. We're not. I it, do actually think it's it good is film. good in separation from the crime itself. In separation, yeah. Yeah, it's full of atmosphere. Makes you feel all kinds of things from dread to all the bad things. Makes you feel bad. Makes you feel dreadful. Yes. Um, which ultimately that's the point of it. It's isn't the it? feel bad film of the year in two thousand. <laughs> in twenty eleven. Yeah. Twenty eleven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was the feel bad film of the year. It was Fantastic. all of a sudden the feel bad film. Of Justin Gazelle. Yeah. Cool. Should we have like a witty like? Sign that's off. the way the cookie crumbles. Like that's I watched Bruce Almighty like two days ago. That's not our line. So. <laughs> our line. Um. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>